as we also uh, sang that hymn of uh, talking about God's presence in our lives, and as we watch that video, I want to focus on uh, what it would be the Old Testament reading for this day, uh, Isaiah chapter 43, and looking at God's word here to give us a lot of guidance too as we look at this new year as well. The text of chapter 43 says this, But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And I give Egypt for your ransom. Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Dear friends in Christ, ever since the beginning of time, it's not been unlikely that when someone says something, it can get misinterpreted. Or it can be a case that the person never even said that particular comment or phrase at all. Take the first words in Genesis 3 that were spoken by the serpent Satan to Eve. He said, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Well, as a result, Eve had correctly stated, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from that tree that's in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. We know that even declaring that, Eve was still deceived by the serpent because he said to her, oh, you, know, you surely will not die. We know that also even in more recent times, you really have to watch what you hear and see, right? Especially on the internet. We know that there are a lot of quotes out there. And I can tell you that Abraham Lincoln did not say that the problem about quotes on the internet is that no one can confirm their authenticity. Now, if you believe that quote, then you don't know what century Lincoln lived in. You might be surprised, too, that people erroneously you know, say you know, things that they say God said that. Well, God did not say God will not give you more than you can handle. Many Christians believe so, but you won't find that in the Bible. The verse that's referred to is basically 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. He says, and God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Now, this is one of the many quotations that are incorrectly credited to the Bible. Others include, this too shall pass. Or, cleanliness is next to godliness. God works in mysterious ways. Everything happens for a reason. Love the sinner, hate the sin. 
And God helps those who help themselves. Well, guess what? The Bible doesn't make any of these claims. And so we need to be careful, too, because the words that the prophet Isaiah in today's text speaks, they can be easily misunderstood and misapplied. When God says to the prophet, through that prophet, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. God is not saying that I will not give you more than you can handle. Nor is God saying, this too shall pass. No, the message is really very different. Now, social media throws quotations at us every day, and all of them, they're not all reliable. Well, Gregory Sullivan, he runs a website called A Quote Investigator that offers examinations of the questionable origins of familiar quotations, like of Yogi Berra, Mark Twain, and Marilyn Monroe, and others. And Yogi Berra is often credited as saying, always go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't go to yours. Well, the line appeared first in a novel in 1876, before Yogi Berra was even born. And Mark Twain, he was quoted as saying, the more that I know about people, the better I like dogs. And it's a funny observation, one that obviously is fit for the humor of Twain, But credit goes to a French book in 1822, 13 years before Mark Twain was born. And Marilyn Monroe, she reportedly said, give a girl the right shoes and she can conquer the world. But there's no evidence for that quotation either. Credit could perhaps go to Bette Midler in 1985. She said, give a girl the correct footwear and she can conquer the world. But the bottom line is, Marilyn Monroe didn't say that. So what's the actual message of God? As it comes to us here, through that prophet Isaiah, what does God mean by the words, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you? That single quote cannot stand alone, like a a clever or humorous observation by Mark Twain. Rather, it needs to be understood in the context of the exile of the people of Israel that was happening at that time. For about 60 years, the people of Israel, they were living in captivity in Babylon. They were far away from their home in Palestine. And they were feeling discouraged and depressed. And they were wondering, are we ever going to get back home? But now as their exile is about to come to an end, it is Isaiah who reminds them that God had created them. He had formed them. He had rescued them and he had called them by name. In Isaiah's words, God says, you are mine. And God says, you are precious. You're honored in my sight. And because I love you. Well, after decades of darkness and exile, a new light is beginning to dawn. And the deep doubts of the people, they're being replaced by the assurance of God's care and protection. Isaiah is promising that God will be with and for Israel. The prophet's words establish God as being powerful and compassionate toward his people. And they really expose the foreign gods as being helpless, unnecessary. Because, well, first of all, we know that those foreign gods really don't even exist. Notice that Isaiah is not promising an easy path for Israel or for us. He doesn't say, if you pass through the waters, 
He says, when you pass. You know, swirling waters will come, right along with raging rivers and even searing fires. But in the face of these challenges, I will be with you, promises God. And when obstacles arise, God will be powerful and compassionate toward us. Isaiah never says that God will not give you more than you can handle, implying that you know, God's the, the source of threatening waters and rivers and flames and blazes. As I mentioned before, the Apostle Paul talks about being tempted, being tested. And his complete words were, no temptation has overcome you except what is common to mankind. And then God's faithful. He won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. Now, neither the Isaiah text nor Paul's words say that God puts us into turbulent waters or he pushes us into fires or burdens to do that with testing and temptation. These things happen because of our own weaknesses, perhaps. It might be because of external forces that are beyond our control or because adversity is simply a part of our nature of life. COVID, the economy, and, com- and also violence, you know, they're probably the three most prominent things on our minds during this past year. Instead, both Isaiah and Paul understand God to be powerful and compassionate. That's who God is. He's always there with and for us. Think about that phrase, with and for us. This is the God who is with and for the people of Israel. As they escaped from captivity in Egypt, and they passed through the the waters of the Red Sea as it was separated. This is the God who is with and for the Apostle Paul as he passed through the waters of the Mediterranean. And he was shipwrecked on an island at Malta. This is the God who is with and for us as we face hardships in our lives as well. This is the God who Paul declares in Romans 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? But God does not impose difficulties on us. Instead, he chooses to be powerful and compassionate, even when we feel like we're in the eye of a hurricane that's swirling around us. As Isaiah says, When you pass through the rivers, I will be with you, the Lord says to us. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. I'm your Savior. After hearing these verses, some may say, well, God works in mysterious ways. Even though those words are not found anywhere in the Bible. It could be more accurate to say that God works in redemptive ways. And those words aren't in the Bible either. God is mysterious. He is mystery. He's beyond our words. That he's, as the one song says, he's indescribable. But to say that God works in redemptive ways probably has more meaning for us. God says through the prophet Isaiah, I give Egypt as your ransom. Cush and Seba in your stead. 
And since you're precious and honored in my sight, because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Now, it's true that the specifics of this exchange are really unclear to us. You know, they're lost in the the history of the ancient Middle East. And exactly how Egypt, Cush is Ethiopia, and also Seba, how they function as a ransom for the people of Israel, it remains a mystery to us. But we know that it's eternally clear that God works in redemptive ways. He's always acting to save us from anything that can hurt or destroy us. And God says to us through the prophet Isaiah, you are precious and honored in my sight. And because I love you, God's power and compassion, it was seen most clearly in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the one whom God had called my son, whom I love. And God said, with you, Jesus, I am well pleased. When Jesus passed through a storm on the Sea of Galilee, God was with him. When he faced the opposition of scribes and Pharisees, Jesus wasn't overwhelmed. When he walked through the days of Holy Week, he was not burned. And even his death on the cross did not end his life forever. We know that on that Easter morning, God worked powerfully to raise Jesus to new life. Jesus is the one who shows us how to trust God's words of do not be afraid for I am with you. He invites us into a community of people who are gathered by God's name. We're created for God's glory. Jesus is the one who shows us how to live a life of service to others with faith in God and a willingness for us to pray, your will be done, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. The focus is on God. It's not on ourselves. These words are in opposite of the line that's so awfully tossed around in Christian circles of God helps those who help themselves. Remember, God didn't say that in the Bible. No, the truth is that God helps those who can't help themselves. And the knowledge that this is our God, a God of mercy and grace and forgiveness and compassion, that he should help us to live in faith and work to advance his will in this world. And when we put our trust in God, we discover that we're never alone in the faces that we uh, go through of challenges in life. It's not that this eliminates all our fears. There's a Presbyterian pastor, Yena Huang, in the These Days magazine. She says, I wish I could be fearless, yet I'm aware fully of all my fears. I fear high places and wind blowing against my face. I fear failure and not being good or smart enough and drawing criticism. I fear that my weaknesses will override my strengths. And she discovered that God is with her yet. Even in the darkest valleys that she walks, she founds that God's promise is to provide support and comfort even through the shadowed valleys of our life. Our fears, you know, they may show up in various places, but God will be our constant support. We know that even in our own darkest places, that God is our support. 
And what God says through the prophet Isaiah, it's true. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Our Lord helps us in those difficult times, not because we helped ourselves, but because we're precious in his sight. We're honored by God and we are eternally loved by him. I pray that as you leave this place today, that you know that firmly. We do as God's people. And to take that word out to others so that those people who are alone, who have no God in their life, that they may know that God is with them too. And he will be there even as he walks with us hand in hand each day. May God go with you and bless you as you know that you don't need to fear, but to rejoice in who you are and who he is for each of us. In his name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, who is your Lord and Savior. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.